Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is indeed us, The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton, he's Neil Michaels. Something happened to me this week that I probably never would have predicted would ever have happened. All right. But a friend of mine called and said, hey, John, I have an extra ticket. Would you like to come with me to see the Rolling Stones? Shut up. Oh, and my. I, and I said, and I quote, nah, thank you, but nah. <laughs> Are you insane? No, listen to my thought process here. First off, it was they were in Columbus, Ohio. I'm in Which Louisville, is, Kentucky. That's how a far three of a, and drive? a half hour drive. Okay. Oh wow, three and a half one, hours. One way. That's a that's a bad commute in Washington, DC. <laughs> so we're talking seven hours round okay. trip. Uh-huh. And the other thing is I've seen the Rolling Stones three times. Okay. Well, that, them, that that's a better reason. I saw them in the late 60s at Madison Square Garden when they were doing the Get Your Yayas out tour. Okay. Uh, when I was uh, doing mornings in Charleston, South Carolina in the early 80s, we took a whole busload of people down to Orlando to see them play there. How long of a drive was that? Oh, that was like 16 hours. But More I mean, than we three were, and a half is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but we were <laughs> drinking and smoking and, and doing cavorting and having fun. Okay. okay. <laughs> when I came back from the Orlando trip, I was on the air uh, two days later, and the Atlantic Records guy called me and said, John, I got tickets for you to see the Stones. I said, man, I just got back from seeing the Stones. He said, not like this. They are playing an unannounced gig tonight at the Fox Theater. Oh, hello. Yeah. The <laughs> so Fox I, Theater that held that held 1,500 people? Uh, maybe like 3,000 max. Okay. Yeah, if some people would sit on the organ bench. After that, I'm not going to go watch them anywhere. It's all downhill from here. I, yeah. I, can, I can understand that. But I, I will give you, I've mm-hmm. seen Chicago like seven times. I've seen Three Dog Night like four or five times. I've seen Phil Vassar, who's a, a big country artist, about 12 times. Mm-hmm. There are some people that you just see because when they come to town, you just do it. But there does come a point of no returns. Like if there's no new stuff, and especially with the Stones being older and not the same anymore. Yeah. The Rolling Stones, as, as you just alluded to, some of them have regrettably passed away. Right. The, the Rolling Stones are without a drummer and a bassist, the original drummer and bassist. Mm-hmm. The Beatles only have the original drummer and bassist. Oh, that's true. Is that not a marriage made in heaven? Sounds to me like maybe you <laughs> ought to put that together, right? <laughs> the Rolling Stones with Ringo would be a hell of a show, wouldn't yeah, it? Because he's Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr with the Rolling Stones. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that is fairly remarkable. I did hear you say in a phone call before we came on the air here that you're not really that interested in seeing sh- uh, concerts at all anymore. Is that uh, is that an across the board thing or there are some exceptions? I mean, there may be a few exceptions. I can't think of one off the top of my head doing what we did for a living on the radio. Yeah. We've seen everybody and their brother multiple times. True. That's what I was just going to ask you. Is there anybody left on your bucket list that you haven't seen? No. Really? There's three that, that I better get moving on. Okay. Springsteen. Never seen him. Okay. Carol King really intrigues me. So Carol King is is number two, and then there's a whole bunch of like 
70s R&B acts okay. like Bell and James and the OJs and the Spinners. Mm-hmm. Put all of them in one show. Uh, you know, my first rock concert, first one ever, was at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Wow. Cat Mother and the All Night Newsboys. They had one hit record. The Buddy Miles Express. Okay. At the time when his big hit was My Mind's Been Going Through Some Changes. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the headliner, the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Oh, hello. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. That was your first concert? First. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah. uh, my first concert of memory, I know there was one before this, but the first one was Diana Ross. Ah. And I had seats in the front row. Being a rock and roll fan living in New York City is my senior year in high school. I missed 32 consecutive Mondays because what would happen is the New York Times entertainment section would come out in the Sunday Times uh-huh. and we'd see who was coming to the Fillmore 30 days out because that's they started advertising the concerts. So a friend of mine and I would spend Sunday calling our friends, asking them how many tickets they wanted to the show. And then Monday morning, he and I would go down and stand online at the Fillmore box office, which did not open until noon. But if you weren't there by eight, you were way at the back of the line. Very nice. We'd get there and we buy tickets. And I saw uh, just to name a few, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's first ever American appearance. Wow. Uh, Santana, Delaney mm. and Bonnie and Friends. Wow. The Almond Brothers, Eat a Peach. I was I was there when they did the Almond Brothers live album, uh, uh, Humble Pie, Rockin' the Fillmore. I was there when they recorded that album. And The Who, Tommy. They did Tommy seven consecutive nights. Holy crap. That's so amazing. I went, I went there to see that. So no, I, I mean, there is nobody in the rock and roll realm today that can hold a candle to any of the people I have already seen. Yeah, you are exactly and, right. And I have no desire to go see them again. Uh, we have digressed quite enough. Yeah. It's time for us to stop, take a quick break and come back with a wonderful guest. Well, we're talking about bands and stuff from the from the 70s and 80s. We not only have somebody who had a major effect on 80s pop culture, but he also has a major effect now on the golf culture. Mr. Matthew Lawrence, who was a huge star in 90210, in Eddie and the Cruisers, in shows like 30-something, in Taxi, and you name it. He was on television. He was a sex symbol. He had the greatest hair on the planet. And I had no idea this guy was this funny. Matthew Lawrence joins us on the Approach Shot when we come back. Okay, John, so we're at the point of the show where I speak in code. Okay. When I say golf balls, I really mean, you know, those other balls down there. <laughs> Got it. I mentioned this because Manscaped is back with us just in time for the holidays. See, it's possible you have Santa's beard down there, and if you've ever trimmed your golf balls and Ouch, a nick or a cut on your golf balls is not fun. (laughs) How many of you are crossing your legs right now? Right. So Manscaped is here to save the day with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 that includes the Signature Lawnmower 4.0, that's the electric trimmer with the proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, an anti-chafing golf ball deodorant moisturizer and toner that keeps your North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. Ah, more code, I see. But shouldn't it be South Pole? Yeah, good catch. Manscaped also just launched great new products like the Ultra Premium Body Wash, which I use every day and smells great, and the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Hey, tis the season to load up on Manscaped products, and now you can get 20% off plus free shipping by using the code APPROACH at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, but you have to use the code APPROACH. Attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has $2,000 or more in credit card debt. If any credit card companies extended your credit with attractive interest rates or low minimum balances, and now because of you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Here's some really great news. It happened to millions of people at no fault of their own. But thanks to a powerful program now approved, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. That's right. Our nationwide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt. And now we can help you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call Credit Guard of America now at 800-672-6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 
Traffic, 800-672-6925. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. This is The Approach Shot. I'm still John Ashton. He is still Neil, not the original cruiser, despite what he might say. And uh, <laughs> Neil Michaels. Why can't I say it? Why? You, you can know. I mean, you, you, know can, you can say anything you want to, but I know our guests past. There you go. And and I know he doesn't know you. That's true. So there you go. From Beverly Hills, 90210. From Eddie and the Cruisers. From guest shots on Taxi and basically every TV show that you've ever seen. Matthew Lawrence. Yes. Yep. How are you, bud? I'm good. Uh, and I'll just say... No, you're not an original cruiser. Uh, you never, ever, even back then, would have been in the cruisers. Ever. Ever. It's just not you cool are, enough, man. How should I put this? You are too... Handsome? Suave, yes. Too urban. Debonair. Too... Debonair might be stretching a little <laughs> I was, I, mean, I, was, I was trying to find one way. word that I'd like. You're just some guys from Jersey. There's no way you are an original. Ever. Hey, Cherry Hill here, my friend. So, you know. You know, Cherry Hill. It's Are you really from Cherry Hill? I, I lived there when I, was, when I was a teeny tiny cruiser. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, we filmed in Cherry Hill. Uh, and we stayed, boy, does this trigger a memory <laughs> for, oh, I don't know if you can hear my dogs. Yeah. I thought it was your stomach. Barking. No, that's, that's my hundred pound puppy. Uh, my stomach, although I am a little hungry. Thank you. Uh, we filmed part of Eddie and the Cruisers uh, in Cherry Hill. Wow. Yeah. And uh, all over Jersey, yeah. actually. Yeah. And so I have a, a fondness for Cherry Hill. I don't remember most of what happened during the filming of that movie because, frankly, there was a lot of band stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got to remember, this was a, it was a long time ago. It was in the early yeah. 80s. But yeah. uh, it was maybe not the best time of my life, but some of my greatest memories were doing that movie for sure. Yeah. For sure. Was it? Absolute classic, and it, it is. It's kind of mind blowing when you think it was the early '80s, and it still feels to guys like us that that was what 10, 15 years ago. It's thirty five years ago. I know you. You don't have to tell me. Uh, here's, 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 well, like, I, if I do, I have to say it loudly. Let me just tell you something, Neil. This is the major league. This is not double A or single A. You want to get into this, it's the major league. Okay? I'm just we, telling you. We already did the hair jokes off mic. Yeah. And I got nowhere to go with this because so, I didn't I'm, say I'm, anything. I'm a six head by now. It's not a four head or a five head. I'm a six head. But yeah. you're the one wearing the Titleist hat. I'm not saying you might be covering something. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. So we, so that no, John I was. The, I have no hair. Okay, I said it. You have it. I have no I, hair. And you I, know I, what? I, it doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make me any less than I am. Am I a little touchy about it? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's great it, to be here. On this. <laughs> I'm having a blast. For, for those people who can't see this because we're not recording video, I think he's about to pick something up and throw it at the camera, thinking it's actually going to hit me. <laughs> I'm so, not so I was yeah. I was going to start this whole thing by saying, <laughs> until we got sort of off track there, it's by saying you and John could really start quite the bromance here. You're both living in Kentucky. Yeah. You're both golf fanatics. Yeah. You're both hosts of golf podcasts. John, right. you know, being a show off, he's the host of two of them. Right. Um, and all of that would go great. I mean, I could see you guys playing at French Lick together, having some cocktails. But you just turned your head and you showed that you're a Yankees fan. And that will kill this bromance before it starts. Yeah. Well, for, let me ask, first of all, that kind of thing is between me and John. The whole drink <laughs> thing and playing golf. You, you're not, this is not Fiddler on the Roof and you're a matchmaker. Okay. 
This is between us. Now, are you a Red Sox fan? Yes, sir. Well, let me tell you a little story. Okay. okay? Oh, boy. Except for when we play each other. Mm-hmm. I am a huge Red Sox fan. See, I knew I liked the man. As a matter of fact, Tim Wakefield is a very good friend of mine. I have known him for years. Matter of fact, I have one of his game-worn jerseys in my closet. Fantastic. I went to school in Boston for four years in college. Uh I went back up there to work and lived and worked in Malden, Massachusetts for a year. Uh, I lived in Harvard Square. I love that city, and I have—I was just there, as a matter of fact. I very have cool. Friends there. Yeah, very so, cool. Oh, we'll so, forgive the the, yeah. the slight little Yankee thing. We can overlook if, well, that. Well, if, if that's the way you feel about it, then that's a problem you have to deal with. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so the bromance lives. Then. Well, well, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sounds like. That. Right around, right around the ninth hole or so, depending on how the first nine went, depending on how fair. Yeah. the turn goes. That's we'll fair. see how it goes. On on who's buying is what happens. I wanna, if, if I can, I want to just say something about the point you made about Eddie and the Cruisers and being so long ago and how it's still, you know, it's like the biggest cult movie anywhere. Mm-hmm. But... And I've told this story uh, to some of the same people we know. I mean, I think Keith Hirschland has heard it. I know Chris Mascaro has heard it. I know people. But it's really important to me to show what this movie means to people. Um, I still get it all the time. I just did a Comic-Con here in Lexington, those big conventions. And it's mostly... You know, Marvel actors and all different voiceover people and all kinds. But I can't tell you how many people came up to me with posters for me to sign from Eddie and the Cruisers. Mm -hmm. And it always amazes me because Eddie and the Cruisers was out and gone in 10 days when it hit the theaters. Gone. And we all went, oh, that's really a shame. That's too bad. Wow. And then when Cable started. This is how long ago this was. About six months later, I think, the movie went on HBO and it had just started. And I think I want to say within like a month or two, the music went, the album went triple platinum. Mm-hmm. Holy it crap. Was the first time that people went, this cable stuff is really, so, I mean, we had no idea that it was going to happen. Yeah. To think that this many years later, People still, it still resonates with people the way it does. But I, I want to tell you a golf story. Is it okay if I tell some stories? Oh, that, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, don't, I really, I, I get a feeling like you, I'm keeping you two guys from talking. No, you're actually we were we were just going to go have lunch. And <laughs> actually, you're you're, keep, okay. you're keeping us awake, so Matthew. Right. Actually, Keep the mic open. <laughs> talk for an hour and you guys come back. We can say goodbye. <laughs> Nobody listens to me around here, so this is a good thing. Actually. Perfect. Uh, I, I played because I was blessed to have the career I did. I played in too many celebrity golf tournaments to mention. And one, the biggest one that we got to play in was the Crosby when it moved to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it was played there for many years. And Catherine Crosby... There were hundreds of people there. It was three days of two-man teams. It was a celebrity and their partner. And hundreds of 200 people behind the first tee watching you tee off. And Michael Jordan played a couple of years. Jack Nicholson came one year. It was a big deal. And I get invited to play in the tournament. And the first day, I'm walking down the fairway and... There are people, we had, they had ropes up, and I see people walking, and I look, and there's a guy. I'll also say this. I'm a sap, and I get choked up really easily, mm-hmm. so bear with me. There's a guy walking. He's got kind of a longish beard and a camo hat on. This was in the late 80s, probably, I would say, maybe early 90s. And I watched him walk and didn't think anything of it. The next day, the second day, 
on a different hole. I'm walking down the fairway and I look and here's this guy and he's walking with the group I'm playing. And I thought, that's kind of weird. The third day I looked over and he was doing it again. And I walked over to him and I said, why are you following me? He said, yes, I am. I said, well, I suck. Why in the world would you be following me for three days? He said, I saw, I live about two hours from here and I saw in the paper that you were going to be here and I had to come. Thank you. I said, okay, what did I do? (laughs) He said, I was in desert storm and I'm from Jersey. And there was a group of guys from Jersey We were all together every day, the whole deployment. And we had a video tent there. And every single day I was there, I watched at least a part of Eddie and the Cruisers. Mm. Many times the whole movie, all of us, we would sit there. We would sing the songs when we were out in the field. He said, you you got me through Desert Storm." Wow. That was so cool. I had to say thank you. That is so cool, man. So cool. And I mean, that kind of stuff, when you realize the impact you could have uh, on people just from something that you did, acting-wise, it's very powerful. It's a very powerful thing. And it's my favorite thing about this movie is that somebody can come up to me 35 years later at Comic-Con and go... I was 16 the first time I saw this movie, and my kids now watch it, and we all love it, and it's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. A long. If if that's the kind of thing that chokes you up, I don't think I would be the least bit embarrassed to tell the story and get choked up because that's awesome. A long and storied career, and we have many more stories. Hopefully, when we come right back during the break, why don't you sing yourself a couple of choruses of "On the Dark Side"? We are. The Approach Shot, and we will be right back. Hey, it's Neil, and I've connected with a bunch of you through social media, and a lot of you have commented that there's just not comfortable, great-fitting workout clothes out there for guys our age and with our body types. That's why I'm really excited to tell you about 10,000. 10,000 makes the highest quality, best-fitting, and most comfortable shirts and shorts for fitness enthusiasts and weekend warriors. I've been wearing their 7-inch interval shorts, which are their most popular, perfect for gym days, walking, or short runs. Their versatile shirt is my go-to workout shirt. Lightweight, breathable, and durable. I wear it when I hike and even at the driving range. This is serious workout gear for all types of workouts. Running, hiking, lifting, boxing, however you train, they have a shirt and short for you. And you always get free shipping, free returns, and a lifetime guarantee. Right now, 10,000 is offering listeners of The Approach Shot 15% off your purchase. Go to 10,000.cc and enter the code APPROACH to receive your 15% off. That's 10,000.cc. Enter the words 10,000, not the number, and the code APPROACH for your 15% off today. And it is us, The Approach Shot. We are back, happily so, and we have Matthew Lawrence with us, um, star of stage and screen. Man, it's... It's... it's it has to be Is really that your announcer voice. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Wait a minute. It uh, it just has to be so cool, man, to be able to look look back. I mean, Neil and I we're we're just radio guys, man, and we had stories up the yin yang. But what you did was a little more more higher echelon in the show business realm, man. <laughs> and now uh, you rub shoulders with more people and have more experiences and. I mean, like, who's who's the the favorite person you ever worked with? I'm gonna I'm gonna give the old cliche question, man. Oh get that boy. out of the way. Uh, I don't know. You know, these kind of questions are really hard for me. They are because, um, I, I, here's the thing: I don't really ever in my life now, and for a while, I don't ever really talk about these things, or most of the time, even think about them. To mm-hmm. be honest, mm-hmm. unless somebody asks me if I'm at the grocery store and somebody says, are you that guy that was 
on, and I usually say, no, that was my twin brother, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have a twin for that. But, but I, don't, I don't really ever, a lot of times, think about these things. We're all involved in our daily lives right. and things going on. Um, I have been the luckiest guy in the world because I've had two amazing careers. I had my acting career took me all over the world. Mm -hmm. uh, the movies that I did, the friendships I made. I had a series on Fox for three years. I was on Saturday Night Live for a year. Um, guest starred on all those shows that keep showing up at two in the morning now right. on Hulu or whatever they're on. Uh, by the way, I got an eight cent residual check from Taxi yesterday. Well, all right. <laughs> Just so you know how this all works. <laughs> um, but literally, I mean, just nine years on 90210, what I've gotten to experience and the people I've gotten to meet because of my acting career mm -hmm. is amazing. And then, and here's the other thing that I'm sure we'll talk about because I don't know if you guys know this, but this podcast is called The Approach Shop. Mm -hmm. So I think it has to do with golf. Is it might, yeah. Guess. Yes, it does, yeah. See, I'm not as dumb as I look, and I look pretty dumb. <laughs> But golf, my acting career would have been great had it just been my acting. But because of golf, which my brother and I grew up in New York, we used to kick the crap out of guys that played golf. Yeah. I mean, nobody played. We used to go into the city in New York and play pickup games. We were basketball players or football players. Nobody played golf. Mm -mm. Right. My brother Mitchell went to L.A., before I did. And I remember calling him on the phone one day. I was in New York and I said, how are you doing? What are you doing? He said, actually just got back from the golf course. I said, what? You did what? I couldn't believe he was doing it. Make a long story short, I moved out to LA in 81, I think, or 82, and I started to play. And I wasn't even working that much as an actor yet, but all actors play golf. When we weren't working, we played six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. Mm -hmm. So you make a whole network of friends because of golf. Right. Mm -hmm. And that led to being invited all of a sudden to all these celebrity golf tournaments where because of, the, of my acting career, I got to meet the very first, I'm a huge all sports I grew up a New York football giant fan mm -hmm. and a Yankee fan. The very first celebrity tournament I played in, they took us for the practice round the day before, and I went over to the car, and there was a bag on my car. And I turned the bag tag around, my first tournament, and it said Bart Starr. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just stood there. I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> And the, I got in the car. He came over, introduced himself. Uh, I said, I know. <laughs> we, it took me four holes to talk to him. I kept looking out of the side, out of my, like this, and going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's this little kid from Long Island, you know, sitting with somebody that, I mean, I wasn't a Packer fan, but it was Bart Starr. Yeah. And that, those tournaments... And by the way, he was the most wonderful man. He had a son who wanted to be an actor. So he was very inquisitive and very, he was just fantastic. And that's happened a number of times. And then I got, should I keep going here? Yes. Or, or we have to. Then I get invited in the early 90s to play in the Duke Children's Classic in Durham. And mm -hmm. I was friendly at the time with. P.J. Carlissimo, mm -hmm. uh, the coach who is now the analyst uh, for the NBA. And uh, we got there, and P.J. said, we're going to have dinner with a bunch of the coaches, Beheim and Krzyzewski and all these people, and blah, blah, blah. I said, great. So as luck would have it, I sat next to Mike and Mickey Krzyzewski at that dinner, at the tournament, the night before the tournament. And I had a wonderful conversation with them, and we started a friendship 
And when I got on 90210, their three daughters were huge 90210 fans. So I would send scripts to them and I would call and I would. Anyway, all through the 90s, we became very close. In 99, I decided to leave L.A. I had no idea what I was going to do or go. And I was there back in North Carolina playing in the Jimmy V golf tournament. Mm -hmm. And I had dinner with Mike and Mickey the night before the tournament. And Mike said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm doing horrible. I want to leave L.A. I've had it. And there's a variety of reasons for that. I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go, but I need to get out of there. And he said, why don't you come work with me? Mm. I said, wow. What? He said, I've been thinking about something for a while. If you go back to L.A. and you're really serious about this, call me. So I went back to L.A., packed all my stuff. My mom flew out. We drove cross country together. Fun. and We went to North Carolina. He said, call me when you get here. So I went in to see him and he said, I want you to do radio for us. I said, what are you talking? I've never done radio. <laughs> what are you talking about? And he said, I want you to sit behind me, behind the bench, right behind me for all our games and listen into the huddles and when we come out of commercials, you can't say everything I say, he said. <laughs> but I want you to be able to talk to our fans and our listeners about the things that are going on in the game. And we'll figure out how to do it. Now, I was a smart guy back then. I had looked at the schedule. I said, uh, is the team going to Maui this year? <laughs> I said, I said, do I get to go? Said, yeah, you'll be part of the Duke Radio Network. I went, I'm in. <laughs> and so because of golf, for 10 years, mm -hmm. I sat right behind Coach K mm. and did radio for the Duke Radio Network. Damn. Um, and it, I, I don't, you know, there are no words. That's my family. Yeah. yeah. Truly my family. I mean, he, they are like family to me. He's like a brother to me. Um, and then through golf, I met my wife playing in the Children's Charity of Lexington, the Children's Charity Classic, which I just played in for the 35th year. That's wow. Coming year. And that, I was only eight when I started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I met my wife at this tournament and uh, we got married. We had a five-year-old and a two-year-old at the time. I came to play in the children's charity again up here and met Lynn Martin, who owns all our radio stations. And we got to talking, and I had wanted, Shannon wanted to move back here. Her family was here. Her friends were all here. And I got offered the job to do radio for ESPN here in Lexington, and that's how we got here. Mm -hmm. But again, because wow. of golf, because I, I met Lynn Martin on the golf course. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole thing has just been, and when I talk about it like I just did ad nauseum for however long that was, it's just, uh, I kind of, you know, I, I go back and forth between being, I am the most blessed guy in the world to, how the hell did I get here? <laughs> this is definitely make, uh, you know, make a pact with the devil. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, kind of right. what it is. Yeah. You know, I, you've got, You've got two teenage boys, um, and both of them have also gone out onto the golf course with you. And you, I, I've heard you on Chris's podcast talk about what a joy it is to sort of bring the game to their generation. You know, the funny thing is um, they are my eldest ever, just turned 18 last week. Lee is going to be 15 December 13th. Uh, Everett is an incredible football player. Um, and football has been his life for a long time. Tell whoever that is to wait. We're busy. That little thing. Anyway. Your DoorDash order is ready. <laughs> oh, good. If you want to go get it, go get it. Anyway, um, Lee, the younger one, is a boxer. Oh. Or not. Ooh. Out of nowhere three years ago. Dad, I think I want a box. What? Anyway. 
But I started taking them to the golf course when they were very young, yeah. both of them. Uh, Everett, when he was probably eight or nine, uh, I would take he and Lee. He was nine, Lee was six. And I would let, when we got away from the clubhouse, I would let Everett drive a little bit. And <laughs> Lee would jump out, and all he cared about was sand traps. He'd get in the trap and he'd make snow angels and he'd rake. <laughs> while, while we were putting, he would rake and do all that stuff. Um, and they, uh, then they got both got old enough where I would always wait and there was never anybody behind me ever. And I would let them hit shots and putt and do mm-hmm. all that. And then for a while, they didn't want anything to do with golf. It's funny you said this, Neil, about a month ago, they were both home, and Everett, who was driving now, he came down and he said, uh, I said, where are you guys going? It was a Saturday. He said, um, we're going to pick Daniel up, and the three of us are going to go over to Man of War Golf and hit golf balls. Mm. Said, wow. What? Mm-hmm. You really did make a deal with the devil, didn't you? <laughs> I was very calm. I said, really? Okay. We'll have fun. And they're a sponsor of my golf show. So <laughs> I said, tell Matt I said hi and all the guys at Man of War. And then I quickly called Matt when they were on their way over. <laughs> and, uh, so they had a great time. And I can see both of them picking this up again. Now it's going to be 26 degrees here tomorrow, as you yeah. know, John. The yeah. weather is getting bad. So it is. Hopefully in the spring I'm planning on having both. Because as we all know, my fa- our father used to say he didn't play golf um, and worked very hard his whole life. But he used to tell us, you know, you should be playing golf because business is done and you can play it your whole life. Yep. And, and we went, get out of here, you know, like, but that's what I want them to learn because as great an athlete as I am, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> we both laughed at the you, same time. You, so, you, know. you, you forget I've played golf with you, Matthew. <laughs> uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Great an athlete is- you were lying. I, was stuck. <laughs> I used to be really good. I can't play center field in Yankee Stadium. I can't right. shoot baskets in the garden. I can go and play Pebble Beach. I can go, you know, it, it truly is, obviously – something you can do for the rest of your life. And that's right. the part I want my boys, even if they don't play for a while or whatever, I hope they get there. Yeah. You know, Matthew Lawrence, our guest is still living a charmed life because he lives in a city where the city golf course is a Pete Dye design course that you can play for 29 bucks. We've got a bunch of questions. Well, actually we have just six, uh, but, but we're going to come back and ask him in just a second. Hang out with us. We are the approach shop. Daylight savings time is officially here. Blech. Shorter days and less time to be outside. You may even think you don't need to hydrate as much. You'd be wrong. You need to hydrate even more now. And that's why the fall is the perfect time to try Liquid IV. Just one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins and is great first thing in the morning with the extra hydration your body needs to start your day. It's even a great hangover cure. You may want to remember that with the holidays coming. And Liquid IV comes in delicious flavors like lemon lime, strawberry, and my favorite, watermelon. Grab your favorite Liquid IV flavors nationwide at Walmart or get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code APPROACH at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code APPROACH at liquidiv.com. Make your water work harder. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it is still us, the approach shot. I'm still John Ashton. He's still get rid of that original cruiser thing, man. I mean, he's going to start I suing you if you don't do that. Down. No idea how it got there. <laughs> Neil Michaels and Matthew Lars is our guest. Um, and I'm going to turn it over now to Neil, who has researched, come up with six very tough questions. Oh, Lord. I know. So, Matthew, here's the way the six-pack works. See, I don't do this, Matthew, because I don't want you to hate me. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's right. This is, John, you could, you could claim no harm, no foul on this. Okay. So, Matthew, it's six questions, as we call it, the six-pack. I fire them off at you as quickly as possible. You give me the answer. The first thing that comes to mind off the top of your head, I know this is going to be tough. We tried to keep it a little succinct, you know. We would like to keep the listeners here the whole time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, here we go. Question one, you know Hollywood better than most people. We just got a call from Hollywood, and they want to do the Matthew Lawrence story on the big screen. Who do you want to play you in a movie? Brad Pitt. (laughs) (laughs) So the deal with the devil continues. Until I die, Neil. What's the matter? With I I did ask the question. Who do you want me to say, uh, Paul Giamatti? <laughs> Seriously. Although I, I did ask Paul. who you wanted, not who you thought. So okay, oh, okay. legit. <laughs> question two: You are obviously a sports nut whose love of sports seems pretty boundless. So if you could have a beer and talk sports with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? That's a great question. Um, The first thing that comes to my mind, very weirdly, is Babe Ruth. (laughs) It's funny you said that, and I thought you were going to say that. I'm not really sure why. I mean, now that I think, there are other things popping, but uh, Babe Ruth, I would say. And real quickly, I, I think because I've talked about him a lot on my show on ESPN during baseball season in regards to Shohei Otani. And so the babe has been on my mind a lot, I think, but I would say babe Ruth. That would be, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? It would be. Question three, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you during one of your podcasts or on the golf course? Holy cow. Uh, I'm sorry, the volume is going in and out here. <laughs> I'm not really sure I heard where question Funny, you heard question two I, just fine. The most embarrassing thing, Babe Ruth. <laughs> the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me on a golf course or one of my podcasts. I don't, you know, I don't think nothing to me is embarrassing. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm fine with anything happening. I will, I will say this, uh, that golf tournament I mentioned before, the Crosby, mm-hmm. those are the most, I think, the most embarrassing things on golf courses to me is when, because you're a so-called celebrity, people expect you to be a good golfer. Mm-hmm. And there are celebrities who are great, obviously. But when you, you know, you're, there's 50 people standing next to you and you shank one. Which I never did, but I saw people do that. <laughs> right. uh-huh. <laughs> Those kind of things are pretty. That's pretty, and you really shouldn't be embarrassed because, and I, that was my line. If I hit a bad shot or I topped one or did, I would go, "I'm not a golfer. What do you want?" <laughs> and, you know, I had one guy say to me one time, "Act like one." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> ouch. Why well, I ought to. He's not around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Question four. Since you will always be associated with 80s pop culture, which of these songs is on the Matthew Lawrence playlist? And I put one in here that's a kind of a, a gimme. Come on, Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yeah. St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. Or Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. You know, it's really funny. Did you know that Never Gonna Give You Up was released? I forget what the year it was. Yesterday, like 30 years ago, however long. Just yesterday, the day before. So I actually just watched the video again. I love that song. I would obviously have to say, you know, Say No Most Fire by John Park. Because 
I don't know if you know this, but I was in that movie. <laughs> I, 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 don't know I didn't if, do that. If you knew that. Yeah, we have IMDb. That's the only and, one. And here's the other thing. I have one of those minds where you did not have to say Dexy's Midnight Runners because if I hear a song twice, for the most part, I will remember the song and who did it. Mm-hmm. And wow. I can't remember why I go, I stand in the aisle at Kroger and go, I had one thing to get. I have no idea why I'm here. But if you ask me a song or who wore number six for the Mets in 1963, I can tell you like that. It's called and dementia, my friend. I, That's well, why. Oh, yeah. Well, I also have other things going on. And by the way, I love that song. Come on, Eileen. So all three are on your playlist. Actually, all three would be on my playlist. That, yes. That, that's wonderful yeah. to know and kind of sad at the same time. I, I, I agree, <laughs> but I don't get embarrassed. So, we, yeah, we've been through that. You're right. Okay. We, we did? We were yeah. through that? All right. <laughs> Again, with the dementia. Yeah. Question, question five. The approach shot genie just popped out of his bottle and is granting you a wish. Now, okay. you get to play 18 with any person from any time in history, and it does not have to be a famous golfer or a golfer at all, or you can play any course in the world. What's your wish? Sounds like your wish is more time. <laughs> no, no, I'm choking up here. Okay. Um, um, this is may sound really weird, but um, I would play it with my brother, Mitch, um, who, thank God, is still here. It's not like he's not here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would play it with him. Uh, and although I have played that Golf Digest top 100 courses in the world just came out, and I I started at number two. I've never played Pine Valley, but I have played Cypress. Uh, I've played many of those courses. This is what I'm talking about, being blessed. Mm -hmm. The one course that my brother, who plays Hickory's, by the way, and is uh, his whole, you should have him on sometime, seriously, to talk about. He had a great acting career, too, but his whole golf thing, he has an incredible podcast called Talking Golf Getaways. Um, The one course that I didn't play the only time I've played in England, Ireland, the only time, and I was in Scotland, I was in college, I didn't play golf, and my roommate and I were driving, and we were hungry, and we looked at, we didn't have smartphones, we looked at the map, and my roommate Mark said, "We can. there's a village up here we can eat, it's called St. Andrews, I'm mm. like, it's a freaking golf course, what are we going to do there? <laughs> We went right past it. (laughs) So I would, that question would be with my brother, Mitchie, at St. Andrews. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads nicely into question six, which we ask every one of our guests that come on, since we are the approach shot. Matthew Lawrence, in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Um, this is actually fairly easy for me. Um, be kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing to me. Um, and I have, I can say that I'm pretty good with that one. I really am. And it comes from my family. It comes from my mom and my dad, the way we were raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of other things in my life that I'm not so good at, <laughs> but um, my in- inclination always, always is to be kind to people. Wow. Very, very cool. So that's, that's would be my answer. Well, you, you have, you have um, aced the test, Matthew Lawrence. And I have to tell you wow. for a guy who's as funny as you are and as, and has the same witty sense of humor, I think you're probably one of the nicest men I've ever spoken to and, and had the privilege of talking to. So I'm, I'm glad we've had you. 
Damn it, Neil. I know. You're ruining his rep, man. Come on. Mm, you know. <laughs> Listen, we're that gonna... means a lot to me. Thank you. Really, thank you so much. We're going to show you how nice we can be, too. Uh, shameless self-promotion part of the show, man. You going to send me a Rolex? What? <laughs> <laughs> A Rolodex. He wants a Rolodex. We we got one of those. <laughs> what what's going on, man? What what? How can people hear you? Are you you streaming the show? Uh, what's going on? I'm on uh, here on ESPN Radio in Lexington, ninety two five FM and thirteen hundred AM. WLXG dot com is how you get it. Uh, you can get the app or go online and hit listen live. I'm on every day from noon to two. And then uh, I also do the pre and post game University of Kentucky basketball show on ESPN. Ooh. Wow. And, uh, and we're in, we start, obviously, college basketball is back in a big yeah. way. So mm-hmm. I do that an hour before every game and then after the game. And then starting back in January, my golf show. Backspin Golf is on hiatus. Thank God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every Sunday morning from eight to nine, starting back in January, and that's a podcast as well, right? Uh, that's no, it's on it's on ESPN. Right? Oh, okay. I mean, it's we podcast. We have them on the website. Yeah, gotcha. always listen on the website. Great, that is fantastic. And sometime soon, man, we'll uh, we'll 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 get together and uh, and try to tackle number sixteen at the Pete Dye Course, the only par three hole in the world with a sand trap in the middle of it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it, is, it is unbelievable. We all, I mean, let's all go to French Lick. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take care of it. How about that? You'll take care of it. John can get us on. You take care of afterward. How's that? <laughs> no, if John can get us on. That's fine. <laughs> the hell with it. No. Hey, you and, you and Shannon have been married 18 years. You're Please stop hitting the table. Years. Stop hitting the table. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I only do that when I'm really into it. He does. He doesn't like when I hit the table um, or, or the sauce. either. either one of um, you and Shannon are going to have 20 years coming up. You got anything special planned? Nah. <laughs> okay. Nah. Really, to be honest, nah. I mean, There's the promo, John. Yeah. There's the promo right there. It's hey, Matthew Lawrence, do you have anything special planned for you and your wife's 20th anniversary? Nah. nah. I mean, it's two years away. I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Or tonight, for example. No, we're just... Well, like I can tell everybody. you, if, if yeah. you don't have any plans for your 20th, I can tell you what's going to happen tonight. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> it's like he knows. Oh, man. <laughs> Matthew, That's man, appreciate it so much. Thanks for hanging with us. And being oh, part of uh, this week on The Approach Shop, man. It was my pleasure. Uh, it was great being with you guys. I hope we can do it again real soon. Absolutely. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total T. New Nugenics Total T is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total T helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text GRIT to 321-321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. What are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G R I T to 321321. The sense of humor <laughs> that one Matthew Lawrence has is uh, a little suspect. Let's say dry or droll. Which would you use? Uh, just e- either you pick one, you pick either one. He is, he is one of the funniest people I've ever met. He is. He, I don't know why his sense of humor just, just, just sang to me. He's as cynical as we are. That's why. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and he's an old golfer, you know. So, he so is. we share things. But you just know we could have gone on for another hour with him. 
Oh, we could have. And and you know the thing that I I loved about him the the most is is how unreticent he was or how willing he was to tell stories that he got choked up by telling. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I I think sometimes we get into this and we're so busy laughing and promoting people's stuff that we forget that people actually, you know, beneath that have some real emotions going on on some of the things they've been through. And the fact that I I felt like quite a schmuck when I said, you know, during the six pack. So your wish is obviously that you'd need more time Mm -hmm. as if he was trying to come up with a good answer. No, he was trying to compose himself. So I'm going to go ahead and wear that idiot of the week hat. <laughs> it's it's <it's> you. <laughs> Ta-da. Yeah. I have actually played golf with him. Uh, he lives he lives 19 miles down the road from me. Yeah, I love the uh, fact that you mentioned that, and it just went right over his head like, I have no idea what you're talking about, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it was more like, I really don't care. <laughs> it could be that, yeah. Because I'm not going to come visit you, and you are sure as hell not going to come visit me. <laughs> that bromance it was very short-lived. <laughs> if we can meet on neutral territory, right. then we'll be fine. <laughs> that neutral territory being the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, he is one of the denizens of French Lake Resort. That's that's where we play golf together for the most that part. But uh, awesome. but again, I, I alluded to this uh, in the interview. Do you know that the the city golf course uh, of Lexington, Kentucky, is called Kearney Hills? And it's a Pete Dye. It's a Pete Dye course. Crazy. And the, the greens fees are twenty nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the Pete Dye course at French Lake, where the greens fees are three hundred and fifty dollars. Almost the same. <laughs> They're virtually identical. It's close. <laughs> wow. But, the question but, becomes, yeah. if it's only 19 miles away and it's $29, why the hell don't you play there more? Oh, I do. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <a laughs> today's worst kept secret. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that was just so much fun getting Matthew Lawrence out there. And I'm sure now that uh, I, I bet you will be able to check some of the stats and, and uh, rentals and downloads of Eddie and the Cruisers. Or yeah. uh, you know, from the dark side, or on the dark side. Uh, yep, crap, on the dark I side. Which one was? Yeah, those those will be uh, probably greatly increased, skyrocketing. The question that I never got to ask him, which uh, I will ask him offline, is now that he's in Lexington and he's doing ESPN Lexington and he's doing the Kentucky games. How does Coach K feel about that? Ooh, right. Well, it's not like he's doing Louisville games because at least they're not both in the East. There you go. There you go. Well, (laughs) you know, there was a time not long ago where Kentucky, Louisville, Duke, North Carolina, that was going to be your final four, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've definitely crossed paths, whether it's recent or not. You know, and and ever since Christian (laughs) Leitner hit that half court shot. Yeah. To beat Kentucky, yep. Coach K and Duke. That's why they they drive the UNC bus when they drive through Kentucky to go anywhere. <laughs> you don't want to show up here with anything. This is Duke on it. No, I can imagine that's the case. Yeah, <laughs> the Christian Leitner shot. Ouch! I will remember that forever. I know exactly where I was when it happened. I was rooting for Kentucky because I hate Duke, and uh-huh. I, I he made that shot. And I think just you could feel the air come out of I was you know I was at a University of Maryland bar and everybody there hates Duke and mm-hmm. and you could just feel the air come out of the place almost as if somebody turned the lights off should have been at a University of Kentucky bar yeah, there you go <laughs> the lights did go off yeah yeah <laughs> follow us anywhere we are we can, you find us on Facebook and and uh, and go to the website and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast place wherever you get your podcasts we will be there just ask for the approach shot. There you go. Uh, check us out online, approachshot.net. And remember that when you're out there and you got the clubs in your hand mm. and you say to yourself, I love this game, which normally happens after a moment when we want to just give it up, <laughs> that the same people invented golf and called it a game that invented bagpipes and called it music. And don't forget, life is a gift. <laughs> go open it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players 
right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.